Welcome to the GameWave Podcast. My name's Joe. And my name isn't Joe. His name is Mike, and this is episode 26 of the GameWave Podcast, where we hope to bring you the best in original video game style music. Everything we play on this show is inspired by video games in some way. So then, Joe, what have you been doing in the last few weeks? Well, last night, we um we both watched t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, do yeah, you remember? Uh, I just remembered when you said it, yeah. Yeah, that, so that was pretty cool. We went to the cinema, saw that. Yeah, not a bad film. Not a bad film. I'd give it three stars out of five. I'd give it six out of ten. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I mean, the storyline wasn't all there, but um, it looked good. It's cool music, and I don't know, it just reminded me of why everyone used to like Turtles in the first place. Yeah, a little bit sort of cartoony, but it's good for a laugh, I thought. Mm, yeah. My favourite bit was probably when, you know, Raphael pwned Leonardo. Yeah, when he snaps. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. I thought, like, Leonardo was going to take him down, but... I did, but... Yeah, how about you? You been up to much, apart from watching Turtles? I don't really know. I don't think so. I'm not good at remembering the past. The future, I'm quite good at remembering. Um, Hang on, I've got a sheet of paper that I've written somewhere. I've got lists of things that I've done and things that... And, uh... No. Oh, I've been watching Captain S. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell the listeners a bit about that? Yeah, well, if anyone remembers Captain N, um, it was like a cartoon where this guy got sucked into his um, nez and uh, had to fight to save the princess and this, that and the other. And basically, these uh, American chaps have made a series um, called Captain S, where it's a similar sort of thing, but he's sucked into his Sega Genesis or Sega Mega Drive if you're in Europe 
and uh, and it's just really hilarious. It's like Captain N crossed with Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen the first episode. Um, you've seen the whole series. We should probably feature it as a website of the week yeah. um, at some time, because it is pretty funny. The first song you just heard was Chili's by Phlogiston. Yeah, as well as Mode 3, which was released on 8-Bit Peoples, Phlogiston recently released an all-Nez album called Old Chips, and that's a collection of Nez-style tunes he's made recently. I'll put a link in the show notes to where you can download that album from the Internet Archive. Next up is Galaxy Tonight by Null Sleep. Coming up after this, we have the listener emails. Galaxy Tonight by Null Sleep, one of the biggest artists, I suppose, in um, video game music at the moment. He helped found the net label 8-Bit Peoples, and he's done a lot of research and been quite inventive and, I suppose, pushed boundaries 
when it comes to chip tunes. Yeah, if you want to find out more and read some tutorials on how to make NES music and stuff like that, go to his website, nullsleep.com. That track, Galaxy Tonight, was made on a NES. But now it's time for the listener emails. We've had two emails from Will Raddick of the Erraticast, and they go as follows. Hey guys, I'm glad you finally let your secret out. That was a great bit about the giant needles and some mother trying to escape. Thanks for the mention on the GameWave podcast. It was a very pleasant thing to hear this morning. It's true, I pause a lot between my words on the show. These pregnant moments allow me time to think of something to say. Unfortunately, we Americans aren't infused with the same kind of raw wit from birth. And then there's a sad, smiley face. Well, not a smiley face, just a sad, sad face. Anyway, keep it up, guys. It was good to hear from you again after such a long break. (laughs) Yeah, he has a pregnant moment, and then all of a sudden he gives birth to a word. And then he's pregnant again. And then that's why the pauses are so long, because he's actually, like, in labour. Okay. The next email says, So I fired up an emulator the other day and found a game I owned in my childhood on the NES. It's called Dr. Chaos. Have you guys ever played it? It's a really weird, funny game. It follows the sort of platformer-slash-adventure format. It's a really eerie game. It scared the hell out of me as a child, and it's still kind of freaky now, but also really funny and weird, with really odd, freakish enemies and music, etc. I attached a screenshot. I think I'm going to actually try to beat it now, as it always fascinated me. But I don't think I was up to the task as a kid. Let me know if you've played it, or if you do get around to trying it. I'd like to hear what another avid gamer thinks about it. So have you played Doctor Chaos, Mike? I have not indeed. Me neither. Um, It reminds me of Sonic, because it's got Doctor from Doctor Robotnik and Chaos from Chaos Emeralds. That's exactly what I was thinking. But I looked at the screenshots and it doesn't look like Sonic at all. I've just never played that game, so I can't really offer an opinion on it. No, I've not played. I've never seen it before. But it does look eerie, odd, and freakish, as it you say. It doesn't look much like a doctor. No. Or do you think the the chaos guy is a doctor? Of I chaos? guess Doctor Chaos is probably the evil. Guy. How exactly can you be a doctor of chaos? You can get degrees in it and everything. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, Will. Sorry we couldn't elaborate more. If we ever do get round to playing it in the near future, I'm sure we'll mention it on the podcast. Okay, the next email we got is from a guy called Kerry, and he runs a blog called 8-Bit Hero. Hey guys, been listening for a few episodes now. Anthony from Game Music for All directed me to your Anna Managuchi interview, which I loved. Those guys are great. And also really love the show. It gave me something worthwhile to do this morning when I couldn't sleep at 5am. I used to run a podcast myself, showcasing the best of local music for about seven months, and I can appreciate how difficult it is to put together an interesting and humorous show. Keep up the great work and stay in touch. All the best, Kerry. We're glad you enjoyed the Anna Managuchi interview, and we're about to feature your website's website of the week a bit later in the show. And we again received an email from Bart um, with his usual um, oddball tone. This email was entitled Gamewave Podcast Silver Nemesis. I don't quite know what he's referring to. I'll leave this one to you to read, Mike. Okay. It says Episode 25 was great! More of that. More, 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 more. Remo, emo, Rome, Imor, Aram, Amor. Oh, by the way. You can totally cheat iTunes into showing you your US reviews with the region drop-down at the very bottom of the page. Be sure to switch it back. Otherwise you might be saying things like, I've got a hankering to grab some fries at my local Mickey D's in my big old pickup truck, y'all. 
or perhaps more frighteningly, doo-da-doo-doo. Okay, great stuff is in your future, and by great I simply mean large, not necessarily good. <laughs> like maybe you inherit an oversized garden gnome, despite not having a lawn, and have to resort to <laughs> putting <laughs> have to resort to putting him on the top of the loo when it's not in use. You don't think it's going to be embarrassing, but then that Dungeons and Dragons cartoon comes to life, and that one dude's like, "Whoa!" And the gnome just sits there because that C64 cassette program spell only brings cartoon characters to life. Duh. Press play on tape. His emails remind me of like crazy dreams that I have that don't quite make sense. <laughs> They remind me of when you get those spam emails that are just like <laughs> random words that sort of almost coherent. Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe that's what it is. So you think Bart doesn't really exist? <laughs> he's, he's just like a spam engine. Well, yeah, thanks, Bart. Um, he alerted me to the fact that you can actually trick iTunes. I, I'm sure I tried that before and I couldn't, but I tried it the other day and um, I made iTunes think we were from the US and I took a look at the nine reviews we have, the nine five-star reviews, and that was very encouraging. Thanks to everyone who's reviewed is in the US. And we're going to read out some of our favourites. I like the one from Player2 that says, Long after the VGM scene is gone, this podcast will be a lasting symbol of what it was. Our grandchildren will listen to the archived episodes and wonder what the hell was going on back then and think it's great. I also like the one that starts off by saying, I'm afraid to tell you that you're an idiot because you don't have this podcast yet. Which is very true, if you don't have this podcast. I like the one it says, Smeg. If you like music that goes bleep bloop, listen to this. If you like listening to a couple of blokes riff naturally about said music and general nonsense, listen to this. If you like prime numbers, listen to this. If you like your Aunt Gerald, you're weird. But listen to this anyway. We had one from Tony from the VGM Megacast that says, I've been introduced to so many awesome artists through this podcast. If you or anyone you know are into video game style music, or electronic music in general, this cast is for you. Actually, sometimes this cast plays video game inspired rock and metal too. So basically, if you like music and hilarious banter between two clever blokes, do yourself a favour. Subscribe, 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 subscribe! Yes, thanks to everyone who has reviewed us. If you haven't already, we'd really appreciate it if you do. And now we're having two tracks in a row. The first is Gist by Laconic Zero, who is an artist based in Norway, and he composes music on the Commodore 64 and combines that with bass guitar. It's pretty cool. Take a listen.
and that song was Imperial Foo by Electrostatic Discharge. I was just wondering if the listeners actually believe that I had a slip of paper in my pocket that said Captain S on it to remind me that I'd watched Captain S. Yeah, Mike kind of started writing things on pieces of paper because... I'm losing my mind. Yeah, and he just kind of brings them out at random intervals um, and says, Oh, look at this piece of paper. <laughs> I worry that if I write too much on these slips of paper that everything will go out of my mind and I'll, I'll, maybe I'll just... I'll like my body will die and I'll just live my life in paper form. But anyway, I've I've got the slip of paper that says that I've had a dream that I don't really remember it very well, but it, it says on the paper um that I was riding horses into the school library and um and stealing boxes of rebound 4x4s. Do you remember those like remote control cars called rebound 4x4? Funnily enough, yeah. Yeah, like I remember the adverts like used to come on at Christmas time. All oh, right. Oh, did you actually have one? No, no. I did. Did you? Yeah. <gasps> oh, they were well expensive. Yeah, it's wicked though. <laughs> I played with that for so long. Oh, and yeah, and we took it to France one time on holiday, and um, and there was this other kid in the park that had one, and like the remote control can could control them both at the same time. <laughs> same frequency. We had a sort of weird battle, <laughs> and, I, and I think I ended up with his. <laughs> it just like went, but his was nicer than mine. That's silly. <laughs> Maybe we should do this every week, you know. Just bring out a piece of paper, um, have it as a feature. Yeah, Mike's piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now we have two tracks in a row. The first of which is an artist we haven't played for a while here on the GameWave podcast. The track is called "Bang" and it's by David E. Sugar, who is actually going on a sort of UK tour at the end of May so it's um, over a month away but if you're in the UK and you want to check out David Sugar he's going to be um, going all over the place head on over to his MySpace myspace.com forward slash David Sugar he's actually playing at the plug in Sheffield yeah so here it is
that last track you heard was Sweet Desert Angel by Chris Klein. And he's actually worked on some real soundtracks for games for consoles such as PlayStation 2, PSP and the Wii. If you're interested in hearing that that music from those soundtracks, then head on over to vertexguy.com. Now it's time for the website of the week section. And as mentioned earlier, this week's website of the week is www.8bithero.co.uk. The website is basically um, a blog that talks about all aspects of video games, like um, uh, new releases, uh, the music, and just history of video games in general. And actually, if you stay tuned to the website, um, Kerry asked me to start writing some posts or articles for 8-Bit Hero, so I don't quite know what I'm going to write about yet, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be interesting. So stay tuned to 8-Bit Hero. Probably better you than me. What makes you say that? Well, if I was... I'm not that good with blogs. My entries don't make a lot of sense. A bit like that Bart guy's emails. A bit like your life. A bit like... Yeah, just like my life. <laughs> oh, I just want to say that this 8-Bit Hero website has just one of the best logos ever. Well, it's, it's more of a banner. Yeah, a big banner at the top, and it's got Kirby all over it, flying about and with his sword. and. You like Kirby, don't you? Because I've never really given him a chance, I've never played any of his games or anything. Oh, Kirby is a fantastic game, it's like Mario, but you know, with weapons and it's... Which one, the one for the NES? Uh, Kirby's Dreamland. For the NES? For the NES, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've actually lent I haven't played my copy of it a lot, I lent it to um, Alex and he hasn't given it me back yet, so I'm quite disappointed. Alright. I the, Actually, the only Kirby game I played was like, um, you had to <laughs> there was Kirby and he was meant to be like a golf ball and then there was like a, a hole somewhere on this level and you had to like use different items and kind of hit Kirby towards this um, golf hole and that was on the snares, it wasn't that good actually so that's I daft, traded it in uh, That's not really Kirby, that's more of you just like injuring Kirby <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people don't like him Why? I don't know, I guess he's pink and um, a ball he doesn't really make much sense because he can kind of suck in loads of air and fly. He's like a blank page. I imagine him as being a living cloud. Alright. Yeah. Actually, on the picture of this website, it's got Kirby holding some balloons and flying. But why would he do it? He can, he can fly anyway. No, he can't. He can. Because when you press the up arrow, he sort of goes <gasps> and sucks oh, in air. Well, he kind of for a short period. No, you can you can fly as much as you want. All right, maybe he's just he just likes the balloons. Eight Bit Hero have just started up some forums, so if you want to get involved with a video game forum, then you should definitely check that out. It's good that this blog is um, based in the UK, because most of what I read is very Americanized. Mm. And whilst I like that, you know, it's good to have a British perspective on things sometimes. Yeah, so check out the website, that's www.8bithero.co.uk The 8 is spelt with the number 8, not not the actual word 8. Now we have another two tracks in a row, we've had, I think this is the third set of double trackage. Just felt right today, just felt right. Yeah, it's like getting um, a double Snickers bar, a double Mars bar. What do you think about single Twix, single Twix bars? Like those fun size. Yeah. That I have a big problem with fun size because <laughs> it's not that fun it's size. Not, it's not very fun, is it? <laughs> but especially Twixes, you know. You know what would be fun sized? Like Eight a massive one. Long, <laughs> yeah. A mile long. 
<laughs> yeah, but I, I, as a kid, I used to like eat Twixes and you know, in twos, because that's how they made them back then. But then recently, they've started doing these like single things, and they're just—it doesn't feel right. Like I'm eating it, and I'm like, I need another one. I can't, I can't sit down but until I've eaten two. Yeah, the first of these two tracks is by an artist who I might not be pronouncing correctly. It looks like, would you say, Gidge? I don't know where. Where's he from? He's from the Netherlands. Uh, so it might be like, Gies, Gies, Gies. <laughs> Maybe. Well, regardless of how you pronounce his name, he, he's a really cool guy. If you check out his website, um, G I E S K E S dot N L, he's um, as well as making music on the Game Boy, he's into a lot of circuit bending with stuff like Casios, um, Nintendos. Sagas, and I haven't had chance to properly check it out, but it all looks really cool. Circuit bending is like the best aspect of electronics. It's it's what made me want to do electronics at university, but I'm not doing it in the end because, you know, when you do a degree in electronics, you don't just get like keyboards and consoles and make them make random sounds. It's something that really interests interests me. I've talked to you about it before, haven't I? Mm-hmm. That like you know you can just take some wires and stuff and just do crazy crazy things with them and if I was to explore electronics that's probably a direction I'd go but yeah check out his website if you're all interested because it's designed really well as well and here is one of his songs called Grabber
That second track you heard there was Cred by XK. If you haven't checked out his website, wayfar.net, then I urge you to do so. I really like the design, very purple and black and spacey. And you can download all of his tracks there, as well as purchase MIDI NES. We've talked about this before, but it's a NES cart which allows MIDI control of the NES sound chip, so that's pretty cool. That's so good. Oh, I can't believe it. I've got to get Don't that. you remember? We've talked, we've, I'm sure we've talked about this before. You know, I forget Fly On. Oh, oh, that's very good. You could like, you could just plug a keyboard into your NES and oh, play all the sounds. I'm so doing that. I'm afraid we're coming towards the end of the show now. As usual, check out our website at www.gamewavepodcast.com. Send us emails at contact at gamewavepodcast.com and give us an iTunes review. That'd be really cool. The last song is Acid Jazzed Evening by Tempest. And you might recognise that track title or artist name because Tempest, who's a chiptune artist from Finland, has been involved in a bit of controversy recently. He uses the Commodore 64 to create his chiptunes and recently it seems that um, a hip-hop producer has stolen one of his tracks and used it in a Nelly Furtado song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the... Uh, that Tempest is gonna, you know, try and take some legal action or something. As he, as he should, rightly so. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I assume that thing, that kind of thing goes on all the time, you know, in hip hop. But you know, if someone nicks your song, I suppose you got to do something about it. You can't just sit around. I mean, as awesome as Nelly Furtado is, it's it's not her right, is it, to steal people's ideas? I once heard that. Um, well, I watched an interview with Nelly Furtado, and she actually likes metal, apparently. Mm, maybe she likes chip tunes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll put up a link in the show notes to an article on that whole story because it's kind of interesting. It'd be cool if um, Tempest does, you know, work it all out in the end. Um, but here's the track. It's really cool. A really smooth kind of C64 sound. Thanks for listening. This has been episode 26, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>